right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll-free, our number is 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program, and uh, uh, we had a great interview with President Trump. We're going to play part of that interview uh, from last night on the in the last hour of the program today. Rand Paul checks in with us today. Uh, we have part two of my interview with President Trump tonight. Now, this gets very, very interesting. I ask him specifically about the new axis of evil, and that would be China and Russia now brokering deals with Iran and Saudi Arabia, which broke up what the Trump coalition was, uh, which is very, very dangerous to the entire world. And uh, I ask him about Joe's cognitive decline and, and whether or not somebody over 75, say, like Nikki Haley suggested, should take a cognitive test. Uh, and then Kamala Harris, should she, will she be on the ticket with Biden in 2024? Uh, but anyway, so we get into real substance uh, tonight, and uh, I think you're going to like it. We have part two. We also have uh, Lawrence Jones is on the ground in Tennessee in the aftermath of this terrible shooting. Uh, the, the race to politicize it. We'll we'll get comments from Dan Bongino. Jim Jordan is on tonight. Rand Paul is on tonight. Uh, so we got a lot a lot going on. You know, there's one interesting thing that I want to put out here. Well, first of all, you know. And another stunning example of how checked out Joe Biden is and it, frankly incapable of doing his job. I mean, he started out his statement about this terrible shooting where, you know, six people, six innocent people died. The shooter also died in this thing uh, in, in which he's joking, you know, you know, three nine year old kids died, you know, and he you know starts regaling reporters with ice cream jokes. It was so beyond inappropriate. But that's your vice president. You know, that, you know, let me let me play it for you. This is Joe. My name is Joe Biden. I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. And I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. I think I'm kidding. I'm not. God. Ben, how are you, pal? I mean, I said vice president, that's President Joe Biden, your former vice president. I mean, this is insanity. You know, that was on his mind as Nashville, the entire community and parents that lost their children, their nine-year-old children are trying to figure out, you know, whether their kid is, you know, all the other parents, you know, who, what, what, what child died here? Every parent of that school trying to figure out, was it my kid laying in a pool of blood on some classroom floor? And Biden joking that, you know, he only showed up at the White House event because he heard there's going to be ice cream there. Is that supposed to be funny? That's not funny to me. And then before he addresses the horrific mass shooting, and by the way, politicizes it. Yeah, my name is Joe Biden. I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. That's what your 80-plus-year-old uh, president said, beginning his remarks in the East Room at a gathering of, of women-owned businesses. And then he talks about he eats designer ice cream. I never heard of Jenny's ice cream. You ever hear of Jenny's ice cream? I've heard of Breyers. I've heard of Hagen dazs I don't eat anything Ben and Jerry's, um, but I haven't heard of it. Yeah, I have a whole ref refrigerator full upstairs, he said. You think I'm kidding? No, I'm not kidding. Then the president, you know, how do you make the pivot and then turn serious to address three you know, dead children in Tennessee and a dead pastor and a dead teacher and, and all the, six dead people in total, seven of you include the shooter. Now, one of the things that we have found out about this, um, 
that is interesting to me is there was another school that appeared to be targeted first, but that school had really significant security all around it. We're trying to get the full report here, but anyway, the initial reports are, and we're going to, we're going to bear down on this. I should know by nine o'clock tonight when we get on TV, uh, covenant school, Christian school, where the attacker killed these, these innocent students and, and others yesterday uh, they didn't have an armed resource officer on campus when the attack occurred. You know, now the the great news is the police, they were phenomenal. They got there in record time. They released a video today. They went in, they did their job. They took out the shooter and they did it as, as quickly as, as, as possible. What was it? Was it yesterday? I said it or last week, Linda, that every school, if you want school safety, Every school should have a metal detector. I think I said it on the program yesterday. You yeah, know, you did. After the, every school should have armed officers, uh, former military, retired police, retired military, people that know the gun safety and security. And I'm not saying to scare the kids. They don't have to be in uniform, plain clothes, and put every kid through a metal detector, and you'll keep your school safe and protect the perimeter of the school. It's it's that simple. Then an incident like this is not going to happen. Now, a lot of people have made the fact uh, a big point of the fact that the New York Post, for example, said transgender killer targets Christian school. The and had a manifesto and the individual's name is Audrey Hale, who, quote, identified as a man writing a manifesto why she attacked the convent Christian elementary in Nashville a school that she once attended. Cops had to fatally shoot her to protect the lives of everyone in the school as she went on the shooting rampage. You know, if you, you know, some people have raised the question, there's been now four shootings to date about recent non-binary shooters. Uh, this one in Nashville, one in Colorado Springs, uh, 2022, one in Denver in 2019, one in uh, Maryland in 2018. I, I, I am not a doctor. I'm not going to begin to to discuss perhaps what impact transitioning and hormone treatments, et cetera, could have on the human body and, and alter people's minds. I just don't know enough about it. You know, I work out and I will never, ever in my life take human growth hormone or testosterone. I'm just not going to do it. And I know plenty of people that work out and take it. And I've read too much. And to me, it's too risky and it's not worth it. You know, I'm, I'm, at my age, I just want to stay fit. I don't really care how I look or what people think about how I look for that matter. Um, but, you know, it, it almost immediately became politicized, which is, you know, par for the course. Whenever you're dealing with a tragedy like this, you know, the Nashville shooter told the best friend something bad is about to happen and I'm planning to die. We know that. We know that came out. Uh, Audrey Hale sent a chilling suicide note just minutes before slaughtering these innocent people. I'm planning to die today was part of the message. And anyway, she messaged a former middle school basketball teammate on Instagram at 957. And so basically that post I made on here about you, that was basically a suicide note. I'm planning to die today. My family doesn't know what I'm about to do. One day this will make more sense. I left more than enough evidence behind, but something bad is about to happen. This is not a joke, wrote Hale, uh, who identified as transgender. 
Uh, you'll probably hear about me on the news after I die, adding that this is my last goodbye. I love you. See you again in another life. And said, you know, whatever, that's it. Unbelievable. So, you know, it's just sad. And then, of course, the race to politicize, which is pretty common. I mean, it's that that is fairly predictable as well. Um, and unfortunately, there's no need to politicize something like this. There are other answers than the knee jerk, typical reaction that the left has. And the answer is if every school in this country would hire security people and have them on location and send these kids through metal detectors, there's not going to be any guns in any school. And if anything does happen and somebody tries to get into a school that should have secure doors with the ability to get out in the, in the event of an emergency, then, you know, they'd be able to do that. You know, but there's the White House. Biden wants Congress to pass more gun control. Well, since when do criminals obey the laws in this country? That it's it's so convoluted in their thinking as if it's it's not the heart of somebody that kills somebody, that it's somehow the, the, the mind of somebody that that it, that kills somebody or, the you know, the idea that the gun is there. Oh, I'll use this gun. I think now I'll go on a rampage. That's not what happens. Uh, we have a lot of other news that we're going to get to today. Um well, by the way, in New York, you might want to know this. This is a woke agenda alert. New York City Teachers Union has canceled a workshop on the harmful effects of whiteness. Officials at New York City's Teachers Union decided yesterday that maybe it wasn't such a great idea to go forward with the planned workshop. And anyway, it was supposed to be about white privilege. It had been planned by city teachers and their union. When are, when are teachers ever going to focus on their failure? Their failure. If your students fail, then you're responsible. You know, it's really simple. Kids go to school, they're supposed to learn reading, writing, math, science, real history, computers, and we're paying all this money. In the case of New York City, over 40 some odd thousand dollars per student to get an education. And we, we have more kids failing just basic competency tests. They are, we are literally ripping the rungs of the ladder for these kids future out from underneath them. I mean, that's how bad this is. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. But this is, this, this is your government. You know, Senate Republicans now are trying to overturn Biden's $300 billion student loan giveaway. Uh, I have a letter that Kevin McCarthy sent to Joe Biden. You know, they've, they have yet to negotiate. Remember, Biden said he wouldn't negotiate. Republicans should not get in the business of negotiating against themselves. They should come forward with a plan. They're willing to sit down with Biden. And as they said, we're not looking to do this. It's not about brinksmanship, only what's in the best interest of the American people. And McCarthy acknowledged we can't solve the nation's fiscal problems overnight. And House Republicans are, are not demanding we do so. But we can't continue to kick the can down the road and ignore America's ballooning national debt, all while we continue to spend trillions of dollars more, including through unaccountable executive fiat. As House Republicans are united in our view that the best way to reduce the national debt is to limit spending, save taxpayer money, grow the economy. But I don't think that Joe Biden and company are going to go that way. Now, I think they're more interested in their woke agenda. I mean, you just can't believe 
where the Democrats are on all of these things. The Biden administration now, uh, you know, now they're trying to tie wokeness to foreign countries and aid to foreign countries. I'll get to that a little bit later in the show, but it, it is what it is. Um, now, this is the more one of the more interesting coincidences. Let's call it a coincidence. Linda, this is a coincidence, right? That uh, when Matt Taibbi was testifying before the House Judiciary Committee, and Jim, that's Jim Jordan's committee, um, demanding on Monday that the Department of Treasury and the IRS account for an incident that they consider to be witness intimidation, because apparently while he was going before this, this committee, Matt Taibbi, apparently IRS agents, visited the home of Matt Taibbi. Now, Jordan said that in light of this hostile reaction to Taibbi's reporting among left-wing activists and the IRS's history as a tool of government abuse, the IRS's actions could be interpreted as an attempt to intimidate a witness before Congress. And Taibbi testified before the Select Committee on the weaponization of the federal government on March the 9th, during which he addressed evidence that the federal government actively pressured big tech companies to censor user content. Well, that's a pretty important, you know, bit of information that we need to know. Anyway, we got a lot to talk about. 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Rand Paul coming up today and part of my interview with Donald Trump and part two tonight on Hannity on the Fox News Channel. Set your DVR uh, 9 Eastern, uh, where he talks about this new axis of evil, President Xi, Vladimir Putin. How would he have responded to the balloon incident, the taking down of our drone? Uh, and also about whether Kamala should stay or go, and is Joe in a cognitive decline? Wait till you hear his answer on that. <laughs> 